1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. It's the first one of the sort of new version, isn't it? Ooh, what yeah. a slick introduction that was. Well done, everybody.
0: You know, well, that's a that's a good precedent to set, Dave, because I don't want people thinking, just because we're, we're doing it once a week, that we're going to save up stories and ideas and features and it's going to suddenly get good. People have to understand that the ethos that drives us is still the Even though it's once a
1: week, it's, it's still... You know what I mean? It's very... Yeah, what, what people should not be expecting is that the, the weekly effort has just been uh, funneled into a daily podcast. You know, all mm. we've done is is reduce the weekly effort by a fifth to make it a one. You know, it, it's not the same amount that going into it, is it? Our preparation
0: for a daily podcast is the same as our preparation for a weekly podcast, i.e. zero. I mean, I, d- <laughs> I have no idea what we're going to do. I don't really... I just don't... I just don't know I've got no ideas I've got no thoughts I've got nothing written on a piece of paper which is how we approached Cabin Fever daily for the first 12 weeks of its existence and I think you'll find Dave that did pretty well mate Pretty twelve more.
1: glorious weeks. Twelve glorious listeners. Exactly it's
0: one listener per week. <laughs> so this is where we start to lose them. And um, we've got the
1: disciples, the twelve disciples. The Twelve disciples. I mean, no. I mean, in all in all seriousness, if you still are with us. It's really nice to have you here, and we're genuinely surprised. And we keep we. Keep, and I've I've picked you up on this before, and then I've done the joke, haven't I? Where I sort mm. of go, well, oh, we've only got three listeners, when in fact there's that's quite a lot of people listening, and yeah. that's really nice. But we should we should back ourselves more, Tom. Let's not. Let's not let's not undermine our, our own podcast. I, I mean, you and I know we've actually got thousands of listeners. But
0: what we need to do is pretend that we're just you, me, and the listener stuck in a lift together. That's how we have to mm. make people feel that. Well, that makes us muzak, though. If I say that,
1: well, I just have a, I just had this amazing vision of one listener was actually currently stuck in a lift, and suddenly went, "What the fuck? Ooh. How, how how do they know that? That that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, I." Nice. I saw you
0: looking in the mirror then. I saw what you were doing. Did you know that about lifts, that, that people used to go mad in lifts when they first started using big lifts in New York and stuff, when they had the first um, skyscrapers, however many years ago? And they had a real problem with lifts. People would get in, and they couldn't stand the confined space, and they'd all go mental, and no one wanted to use them. Uh, and then they installed mirrors, and the problem was solved. Oh, is that, what, is that why there's a lot of mirrors and lifts, is it? That's why you'll always find a mirror and lifts, because they went, hang on, if we put a mirror there, the people will be entertained by looking at themselves
1: yes. for however long it well, it's to Well, it's the feeling of space, isn't it? And, and this actually, I mean, not that we we're going to spend the entire episode talking about elevators and eleva- elevator decor, but um, I, I've been in my new flat about six months now. Mm. literally you've been in your new flat for six months. Oh yeah, I have, have barely <laughs> left it. But it's a new, like a whole new development. And they did this, my last two flats, bizarrely, have been new, like so I've been the first person in the flat, you know. Mm. And what they do is when they've built a new building, you'll know this uh, if you've ever been in a lift, is that they sort of pad them. Had the lifts. Yeah, for, for moving furniture. For, for people moving furniture into they yeah. basically cover the mirrors with like this thick padded stuff. Yeah. And basically, I, I, I guess what was supposed to happen is they were supposed to remove that padding probably about three months ago once everyone had moved in. Yeah. But because of lockdown, they've sort of just forgotten. So it's still there. Okay. So it's still there. So there's no mirrors in my lifts. There's just, it's like a, like a straight jacket kind of vibe. Yes. You get in, yes. you feel like you're in a padded cell and it's fucking weird. Mm. And it's probably,
0: it's quite soundproof, quite dead sound. Probably better for doing this podcast in. Than your actual spare room. Well, if I had
1: the internet in there, then yeah, I'd be absolutely
0: doing it in there every day. Imagine, oh my god! Imagine if the lift doors opened and there were two blokes, because it would be two blokes recording a podcast. Yeah, the the lift podcast that would be uh, awful. Don't do that. I mean, let's not do that. But let's never rule out any ideas. Never. That's what I'd say, Tom. Exactly. So, in fact, as I sit here because I'm sitting now, Dave, in a different room, I've moved rooms for uh, the new cabin fever. Um, a new I, podcast, but a new room, exactly a whole new room, and I can see elevator pitch by Linwood Barclay, a thriller novel about a man who terrorizes New York by taking control of the elevators in the city. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. To be fair, if you're going to take control of New York, that's the one to do, isn't it? Yeah, sorry to do on the same page without a lame page without my wife here. But yeah, it's a very confusing feature, it, isn't it? It really was. Um, meet a Are you cer- going to read a page of it? Yeah. Meet a serial killer. Of a different kind. It begins on Monday when four people board an elevator in Manhattan. Each presses the button for their floor, but the elevator climbs non-stop to the top, where it pauses for a few seconds before dropping right to the bottom of the shaft.
1: Like, the elevator
0: dropping thing is a myth, isn't it? Well, I've always thought if an elevator's plummeting, I'll just do a little jump at the bottom and I'll be fine.
1: But... I'm pretty sure, and somebody with better uh, research on this will will correct me, certainly, I'm sure, if if it's wrong. But I'm pretty sure it's basically in a a modern elevator. Mm. It's pretty much impossible for an elevator to fall. Yes, I think it probably because is because of the mechanics of it. Like it's almost physically impossible for that it, to happen.
0: But in the world of Elevator Pitch by Linwood Barclay, that yes. is all controlled by computers and someone hacks into it and, and starts, deliberately does a fall. And yeah. there's a really good bit when the doors open, I'm well, no spoilers but spoiler, when they manage to open the doors on on the floor, not in the lift, but actually on the on the in the building to look into oh, yeah. sh- to look into the shaft, Trauma yeah. where the elevator's coming and someone's got their head hanging over.
1: No, uh, and yeah, it drops. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my
0: God. Yes, please, Linwood Barclay. Honestly, if you've never read a Linwood Barkley, Dave, and you're a Lee Childs aficionado, then I can yep. recommend a bit of Linwood Barclay in your life. Very nice. How are we spelling Linwood? We're spelling it L-I-N-W-O-O-D. That's L-I-N-W-O-O-D. So it's an
1: unconventional Christian name, isn't it, Linwood?
0: Mm, it's Canadian. I don't, know if that, mm. I don't
1: know if that helps. It doesn't help, but it does make me understand more, yes. Well, so.
0: because often they've got more land, and they need longer names... If they're shouting for a child, because I've got, we have a backyard, and I can just go, Wilf. do you know what I mean? But if yeah. I'm in Canada and I've got acres and acres and acres, Wood
1: you see what I mean? <laughs> Not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it on the top page of your pitch to Michael McIntyre for like new routines. <laughs> you know, you know when you've got, you, you know mean- when you've got a lot of land. <laughs> <laughs> and you and your child a long name so you can. change to get the name
0: and you want to get one of your children back. Lean word. Thanks, mate. I'm going to use them. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, the universal observations we bring to this podcast, eh? Shop-shit observations is one of my favourite things. shop observations. I mean, ironically, your child is called Wilfred, which has the same amount of syllables as Lynn would. So it's, no, it's. I would
0: say, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's good.
1: laughs> now, listen, Dave, um, because we're doing this once a week, we did agree, didn't we, that we would do a Riddle Me Wilfred? Yeah, so we're, we're trying to. There's been a lot of clamour, I'd say, on Twitter, Tom. Mm. Uh, a cabin FE 837. What was it again?
0: <laughs> uh, I think it's.
1: Cabin FE 837 09 000. Oh, 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 that's oh,
0: our Twitter, Twitter name. Dave Cribb. You should know that.
1: Um, I did sing it a lot, actually, when recording that. Um, there's been a lot of clamour over on Cabin FE 83709000 mm-hmm. uh, 09 that we should sort of be treating these weekly shows a bit more like Avengers Assemble. Mm, okay. You know, where we get all the individual superheroes, your Helen Muxes, your Cornelii, mm. your Wilfreds, your Beth Morris. Yes, I see. And they all can meet, because they've never all met. They've never all met. Yeah, yeah, so we're getting the five Power Dom, Stones. Dom Jolly, maybe? Chuck him in for the mix Yeah, the yeah,
0: Dom Jolly will come and do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this for me, Dave, again, this is taking on something we often do. This is becoming a production meeting. Which, yes. This is what we should have had off air rather than on the show, because what we're about to say is, well, we fucked that.
1: Yeah, so Wilfred can't do it, because...
0: Well, I didn't... I When I when you texted yesterday, to be fair to you, Dave, you did yesterday send a message to our WhatsApp group saying, um, could we get Wilfon from Riddle Me Wilfred tomorrow? Yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. What I yep. forgot was that he's got his first day back at school today. So I had to make a choice this morning, Dave. And this is what parenting is all about. You often have to make a choice uh, to do the right thing for your kids. And I thought going to school was better for him than sitting in a room with his dad... Coming up with the riddle. Being bored. Be, being bored. Oh, yeah. I mean, make no mistake. It, it's become like Cornelius and the Bill. It's a burden for him. Yeah. and So here's my question to you. How do you feel about the fact Wilfred's gone back to school? Well, I feel I feel good about it. He was really happy. He wants to see his mates. Um, yeah. they, they've done all the safety stuff really, really well. And he needs to be... Do you know what, Dave? And I remember saying this when he left to go to school in reception when he was five. He needs to be with his people.
1: Mm. No, but I, I agreed. But I imagine when he went to reception to school when he was five, his yeah. people didn't all potentially have a killer virus. It was,
0: it was less pandemicy then. It was yeah. a lot less pandemicy
1: back in. I kind China. of sort of mean like don't. You, so have you sort of like this is? Uh, we, don't, we never like to be too serious, here, but I like I I do. I always want to be serious, but you yeah, won't let right. me. I don't no, pull it back, don't I? Yeah. Pull it back to the lols, mate. Oh. All the chat about elevators and that sort of thing. Oof, all, the, all the juicy goals. Ele-
0: ele- elevator lols. Well, go on, what is it? What's your serious question?
1: Well, it's just, uh, like, you're just, you're sending him into a sort of potential COVID orgy, aren't you? Okay, well, first of all, I wouldn't
0: use that as a phrase to describe going into a school,
1: to be honest. <laughs> no, we're just uh, like let's, a big let's, old. Let's just ju- I'm just going to
0: jump off the metaphor bus there. Um, but also, I think that uh, I think that the numbers are massively reduced. They're all going to be socially distanced.
1: Well, this is my question: Are they like? How do you stop? Like, in, in all honesty, yeah. Like, I've seen I've seen drunk adults in the park that have clearly sort of forgotten after a bit. Like, mm. it's I I I don't think it's del- like uh, a malicious thing. But how do you stop a seven year old? from playing TIG with his mate or... Well, that's what or, you, you know like, Exactly that, Dave. You tell him you tell him the exact opposite. You say you're actually playing TIG,
0: or as I called it, TAG. Yeah, yeah, TIG versus TAG is an interesting one, isn't it? Mm, well, that's like cherry knocking, isn't it? What did you call cherry knocking? Knocking the door and running Knock and running. a door run. Knock a door run, there you go. Yeah. North versus South, Dave. Different lives, different lives. Um, So so I'll tell him he's playing a game of TAG for the whole day at school, and he's not allowed to let anyone near him. And then when he gets out of school, I'll give him some sweets. But to be honest, Dave, if I'm really brutally honest... I'm just desperate to get rid of them. So even if that means throwing them into uh, a pandemic Petri dish, so be it. Um,
1: it's an interesting strategy, I give you that. Yeah, yeah
0: it's probably not very responsible. But I think a lot of people feel that way, just like, oh God, I know I'm supposed to say, this is, you know, we need to, oh, and let's be careful and we're still, we are still literally in lockdown. Um, but I just think he's desperate to be with some mates and they will socially distance. And also there's quite a lot of, there's quite a lot of... um research that suggests it's very hard for kids to spread it to each other let's not get into that because we'll get people texting and saying that's wrong so maybe that's wrong but you know what in the, the reality of real life you just think <laughs> just go to school so what you're saying is it's
1: fine because kids can't get COVID yeah that's fine <laughs> that makes sense that's not of to course know. I'm not saying that Absolutely But there is fine. there was
0: a very reassuring article admittedly my wife found it on the Daily Mail which uh, is not renowned very reassuring yeah exactly for reassuring me ever but it did say that it's, it's very very difficult and also they're going to spend a lot of time outside so outside kids hmm. the odds and especially as the virus has been through this bit like I know loads of people who've had it it's gone from this bit not gone but it has been through um Mm. so yeah I'm not I'm not actually that worried about it Dave if I'm brutally honest I just don't think it's going to happen you know I've got moth concerns have I got to get I'm going to get a pack your lunch I've got to pick your lunch I just thought Michael McIntyre
1: might help there Lynn Wood Lin Wood so we're going to bring some elements of the former Daily Podcast to Cabin Fever Weekly mm-hmm. or as I'm calling it CF Dubs. CF Dubs. You know what that means, Dave, if you're renaming it. Hmm? Time for a new jingle. Oh, no, it's called Cabin. Fever. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's that's just the Twitter handle, the jingle to be fair.
0: Yeah, well, I think if you were at CF Dubs would be quite nice. I could imagine you doing a, you know, doing quite a cool kind of can't you do like a, sort of like a. I can like a...
1: imagine it, Tom. Yes, I don't want to do it. That's the desk. They're the two different things. I can imagine how that might happen yeah. if I had the sort of uh, enthusiasm to do it, mm. you know? I, all I'm saying is can we have a grime jingle? That... No, I think it's important that at best yeah. we just acknowledge that we're too. Uh, middle-class white men doing a podcast uh, aka all of the podcasts Mm. i don't i think it's probably important that we don't reach to trying to produce some sort of hip-hop music or Mm. some grime music i Mm. just think i just feel tom that way worrying results lie okay dave guess what what you are correct (laughs) oh the fucking buzzers (laughs) um so we couldn't uh we couldn't do the first one could we without doing what we do at the start of every week basically yes it is friday yes but uh for the purposes of the pun helen friday monkey monk day friday
0: it's friday monk's day it's friday
1: helen. Helen, helen it's
0: just another friday with helen how about that? yes it's just yeah. another
1: friday with helen we get play on? the sting get the monks come
0: find me a monk's <laughs>
1: okay gang it's time it may not be
0: a Helen Monk's day but when she's on the show it becomes a Helen Monk's day it, it's Friday I understand that but it's, it's Helen Did you, I've made my point clearly there Dave it is Helen Monks. I'd
1: say it's very yeah. concise and efficient yeah
0: okay Dave let's bring out our guest here we go
1: that was
2: beautiful welcome wow is there a pun on friday
0: we already we have <laughs> grizzled around in the in the gutter looking can you think one. of one because we really had no uh, what's your that's... middle name your middle name's
2: fry <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yes! laughs>
0: thank god
2: and
1: friday monks uh, what is actually your middle name
2: Catherine mm, with Kath- a
1: c Catherine, is it I don't think I ever knew that about you. That's weird, isn't it?
2: What's your middle name?
1: Yeah, let's play guess Dave's middle name, because I don't know it. I mean, even though
0: Dave and I have been going out for like seven years now. (laughs) You do. You must know it. David... Oh,
1: Mike. No, that's my dad's name, but good good guess.
2: Um, I've been at something a bit unusual. Uh, Theodore. Ooh.
1: What I would say there, Helen, is you're closer than Tom in one way. He's (gasps) with a T. Thomas. There it is. That was a very short game, wasn't it?
0: Thank God it was a short
1: game, mercifully quick. <laughs> <laughs> mercifully quick. Uh, we were just uh, we were just explaining to uh, people listening, Helen, that we haven't quite figured out the weekly version of the format yet. And that's become very quickly apparent by the fact that we can't guess my <laughs> middle name with you before we've even asked you how you are. But uh, how are you, mate?
2: Oh, I'm great! It's all happening. Can I just say, my I, my life is so boring, but I have become so. I bought a monitor this week, and a keyboard, and a mouse, Ooh. and it's literally all I can talk. I can't talk about anything else. Yeah. That's all I can talk about. It's made me so happy because well,
0: I, I. Yeah, let's let's hear. It. Is it 4K?
2: What? what? <laughs>
1: If you're gonna talk about it, Helen, oh, at, least, at, at least at least have something to say. If you're gonna come to a river, bring a rod. Do you know what I mean?
2: What's Jeez. a 4K? What does that mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on, no, no. Let's not go into that to start with. Why don't you tell us about it as you've been telling it the way you've been telling other people?
2: Okay. I get up in the morning and the first thing I think about is my monitor, doing my work it makes me want to do my work it means i've got good posture it's wide screen Ooh, lovely. and um, i love my clicky mouse and i keep pretending i'm on the starship enterprise
0: that is that is great it's a bit like it's the ultimate version of getting uh, a new text uh, new new stationery isn't it at the beginning of yeah. the school time yeah you know, can, I, can i can i just very quickly divert and i will I we're going to come back to you helen please don't but you know, I know. But, but, i'm not done with my monitor no, chat no no I, we, I want loads more monitor chat when i was getting therapy which you won't be surprised to hear i got and still occasionally <laughs> do uh, years and years ago um i talked about the fact that i really liked smoking and i used to i really missed smoking as to really like new cigarettes and the feeling of new cigarettes in your hand and all sort of stuff and my therapist said that there's a connection and she said "Do you, do you like new stationery did you like buying and do you still like buying new stationery and i was like oh God, yeah, absolutely love it. The cleanliness, the cut lines, do you know what I mean? The smoothness, the precision of everything. She said there's a massive connection between smokers and stationery.
2: That's so bizarre. Did she explain where, what what in your brain is happening? Why, why the connection?
0: She did, but I stopped listening because it wasn't about me by that point. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Oh, maybe I should take up smoking. That sounds great. It's
0: really cool. It's really, really cool. <laughs> um sorry anyway so, so tell us more yeah so well listen tell
2: me what a 4h is <laughs>
0: <laughs> so 4k means it's got um four thousand pixels basically it means it's very very uh it, it's got super very, super hd basically um, d- oh. good resolution it looks good
2: how will i know that uh
1: count this you have to count the pixels <laughs> it'll probably just say it on it if it is 4k you know on the box or something
2: okay one second i'm gonna look at my orders
1: yeah, haven't got the box, have
2: you? I don't. I've recycled I've recycled the box, but here we go.
1: Yeah. Dell. Lovely.
2: SE2216H.
0: Oh, you've got one of the you've got the 16H. Okay, that's new. Go on.
2: 21.5 inch LCD. Yeah. Black, 12ms. Yeah. Response time, anti-glare.
0: Good news.
2: Tilt, HDMI. Yeah. VGA three-year warranty
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a vga that means very good angle so that's good for the tilts yeah and um uh yeah hdmi means um heavy duty microsoft insertion so that's good news as well oh that's
2: great that yeah, sounds good that'll
1: help uh
2: 18 watts
1: oh, oh not often you get to talk about the wattage of a monitor is it hmm Especially not when you're trying to create an entertaining podcast.
2: <laughs> Here we go. Screen resolution. Oh, oh,
1: good luck, everyone. Here we go. Good luck. Here we go. Here we're in. Go on.
2: 100, no, wait. 1,920
0: <laughs> times 1,080. That's a cheeky little hd mate. <gasps> no! It's HD. It's not 4K. Oh. Sorry,
1: love.
2: Oh, God.
1: Okay. Apologies. Sorry for your loss. I listen. It's still very good, to be fair, Helen, yeah. monks. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay,
2: I'm worried fair. now. I've been, I've been done. No, no. I've not, oh God, maybe I mean, my. to mind. be fair,
1: I've, I don't know anyone that's got a four K monitor. To be fair, TBA, I mean, like a four K television. You've been speaking to him every day for the last. Whoa. Four <laughs> K computer monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Monitor.
0: <laughs> I'm not effing about DC. I've got, I'm, I want every single K. Um, so, what
2: well, can you explain to me then? Why we don't open every episode with you talking about how much you love your monitor?
0: <laughs> because they are amazing, aren't they?
2: It's life changing.
0: <laughs> can I tell you what I've got on my monitor? Right up in my study. I've had to move today. I can't be in my study today because um, it's actually hotter. Than than fire. I mean, it's actually like standing in a fire up there. It's really really bad. So I've had to come down to the spare room today. But um, the monitor up there is actually attached to a wall with a with a big metal arm on it, so I can move. Stop. Yeah, I'm not. I'm never going to stop, Helen. I'm not stopping. You can Have move. How's the tilt? Oh, I, I've got a VG angle for the tilting. <laughs> um, and you can you can move from side to side and, and you can tilt it, and it's all stuck onto the wall in four glorious K's. Um, it's listen if you want me to I can take a picture and send it to you yes
2: I would really really I want that more than anything yeah yeah. I'm obsessed with this monitor life. I yeah. think because I would always, my laptop is my life because I'm always moving around, but it's yeah. taken three months of staying in the same place to realise that actually I'm not moving around so much anymore.
0: Well, I would suggest, uh, it also it makes you sit differently and the posture element to it is different. Yeah. And it makes you feel like you're sitting down to do some actual work. Whereas when you're on a laptop, yeah. you always do feel a bit like you're just writing an email. But at least this gives you, a you know, the the illusion that what you're doing is work-like and important, which is what we all need.
2: Yeah, I 100%. Agree, my productivity rate. As as I say, I wake up and the first thing I want to do is get on that monitor and just sit on that monitor all day.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And with um, you know, with that much resolution, you can still get a lovely suntan off it. That's really kicking off a lot of light for you.
1: Can I jump in here? Yeah, and just like I don't want to be. You have got a bit quiet, Dave. Is it because you've got monitor envy? No, I, was, I mean. Do
2: you have know. a monitor, today?
1: Does you Do you even have one, or have you got one of those old-fashioned monitor attached to a keyboard laptop things? Uh, I got a lovely big uh, monitor here, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry about me. Uh, I just, I just, I'm just. I don't want to be the guy that always j- jumps in and says, "Can we stop talking about monitors?" But <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about prefects instead. Yeah, that's <laughs> very, very, oh, very, sorry,
2: very private uh, school joke. there, yeah. <laughs> What's a prefect?
1: Oh, it's uh, when, the, when the monitor is very high resolution. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: is it before the fact?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you not have prefects at your school, hun?
2: Oh, like a school prefect. I'm sorry, because we were talking in computer talk, I heard it like prefect, like a prefect.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I oh, see. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> that makes sense. That's fair.
2: That's fair. That's oh, fair. yeah, we had, I was a prefect. I was say, you must know. have been a bloody
1: prefect. Were you head ge- <laughs> girl?
2: Oh, we didn't have one of those.
1: Oh, really? It's very egalitarian.
2: Yeah, then I'm sure that I would have become like, what's the subhead? The one who comes in second.
0: Deputy. That very,
2: deputy. That would have been me. Yeah. I,
0: th- there was always a thing with the, the people who were heads at my school, always fluffed their exams. That was always a big problem, hey. because they did, because they were basically a member of staff, for the, which at the time, I remember thinking, well, fair enough, they're old, you know, if they're in 6'2", as I used to call it, 6'2". Did you have 6'2", upper 6'? Um, and uh, then, but now I look back, I'm like, they were 17 or 18 years old, and they were essentially going to loads of events and doing just doing everything. Wow. It was hilarious. Madness. Not for me. Nobody wants that, do they? Nobody no, wants that. no one wants that. I was near. I was on the cards to be um, deputy head. I was head of house, right? So I'm still very proud of. Head of house. Oh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, and I was. Um, uh, I was on the cards that I might be deputy. And then I had a party at my house just before the big May ball in, in my lower sixth when they were about to make the final decisions. And uh, one of the uh, girls fell in a river and nearly drowned. And it was because I had a party at my house near the river, so I lost the girl. <sighs>
1: worth it because <laughs> your
2: michael braymore moment yeah <laughs> that's then your career was just over forever
1: that's politics gone you, you you were on your way into politics then but your political scandal rocked at 17 <laughs> and it's never been the same since sliding doors moment kelly tanner bloody idiot she was pissing around at the bottom of the riverbank
0: and she fell in and floated off in her big maple dress
2: oh my also, god did you have a river
0: in your garden oh i mean i did it's hard yes i did i did
1: you have said a lot of words like prefect and house head of house and river in my garden that yeah. i don't think it's, and it's not painting the every man sort of image that no. we come to. but know, if it's any consolation
0: i had a terrible childhood if that helps like, yeah that really that,
2: that really does okay, help yeah.
0: I, I did have a river but i nearly threw myself in it several times anyway, let's <laughs> move on <laughs>
1: <laughs> play a sting play a sting for
0: god's sake for god's sake play a
1: sting Fuck.
2: get yourself some gas and air and breathe deeply we're talking on the phone while he had his arm inside my vagina in my head i was saying could you go and see if the anesthetist is free
1: and what i was actually saying out loud was help me cd player.
2: Work. I was am like, sorry, why am I CD player? Where's my playlist? That's one tour every minute with me, Beth Mori. available now from Great Big
1: Owl.
0: Help me.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. Okay, right. So, one of the elements of the daily show that we're, we've decided to bring to uh, CF Dubs, Kevin Fever Weekly, is um, Boring Film Club, isn't it? Yes, please.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Both. <laughs> I hate you. Well, Why this wasn't our idea. Now? This was
0: not our idea. Who, who came up with this
1: one, Dave? Remind me. Do you know? I think it was Helen, wasn't it?
2: Oh, what? Oh, yeah.
1: Stop. Oh, yeah, it was Helen. Yeah, it was Helen. Victim blaming. Uh, No, I can't remember, but no, I might take the blame for it, to be fair. I did seem to think it would be funny to make us all watch a boring (laughs) film every week at one point. I was really quite pro it.
0: Yes, I'm looking back through our tweets. And by the way, we had... Thank you so much to everyone who tweeted us saying, sorry, we're not going to be doing it every day anymore. That was nice of them, wasn't it? Oh, so nice. Genuinely loads of people, but also, uh, annoyingly, irritatingly, considering she only made up a fifth of our output, many people mentioned Helen Monk's
1: yeah a lot of lots of people definitely yeah but that was all those messages were definitely the closest i've come to human affection in lockdown so yes, ah! yeah, yeah, it was, it's a digital hug. oh and also
0: while, while we're talking twitter thank you thank you thank you for all the messages to riddle me wilfred for his birthday um mm-hmm. i showed him all of them and they were delicious so thank you uh wardy and alistair and loads of people that was really kind of
1: you he loved that thank you john as well so so boring film club yes that's on now here's the thing guys before the end of The Daily Show The Daily Show That's what we'll call it Yeah, that show we yeah, today, let's show. call it <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah And yeah. um, we are now Weekly with John Oliver Yeah, cool Yeah, last week tonight now. Um <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, Or the what, was the what was the terrible Version we did Most recently The Nightly Show Do you remember that? Oh, Jesus I mean, that on, on. on ITV yeah, ITV, yeah that was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, anyway, the, before the end of the daily show, we just we picked a film, didn't we, for this week's Boring Film Club. Uh, mm-hmm. And I can't remember who suggested it. I'm very sorry. To get that up on Twitter if you've got it there, Tom. But uh, someone suggested Angels and Demons. Mm.
2: Mm, it's a classic.
1: So Absolutely classic. Adaptation. Which is the, the Da Vinci Code prequel, I'm gonna say? Well, it was it was it came out after the Da Vinci Code
0: or as uh uh, I should call it the Van Gogh code, Dave. Yes. <laughs> see, see, see above. The story's pre- the prequel, isn't it? The story's the prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So starring Robert Langdon. Um, it's also... <laughs> starring Robert, Robert Langdon as, as, as Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah, he's very, very good um, as uh, as Tom Hanks. Also, um, there's a priest who does an amazing Ewan McGregor, uh, which is really <laughs> impressive. And Islet Zura, uh, she plays Dr. Vittoria Vetra. Um, yeah, so so those are the main
1: casts and i mean essentially (laughs) stop trying to (laughs) bluff your way through the fact you haven't actually watched it tom i can tell
2: mom hasn't watched it i totally have
0: i've watched it i've i've done i've applied my rule a film is an hour and a half long and at an hour and a half i walk away and just (laughs) because there's still an hour and a half to go doesn't mean i have to watch the rest of that hour and a half God, it's Can't a long you do what I do
2: and fast forward? I honestly, this is a new thing that since um, what was the film you liked? Satellite. What was that film? <laughs>
0: yeah, Satellite. That's it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Since that, I've come up with this newfangled concept of fast forwarding through movies, and honestly, it's great. <laughs> you save so much time. I, just... I quite enjoyed Angels and Demons on fast forward. You know.
1: Well, right. So here's. I- I'll I'll admit that I've, I'm about twenty minutes to the end, and uh.
0: Guy, <laughs> are you the well, only but helen you've only finished it because you watched it on fast forward that's <laughs> like saying you won. you won the marathon in a car do
1: you know how do you know how dedicated i was to not fast forwarding it is i got up to make some food and i paused it no. so i wouldn't miss it
2: yeah no see no that's insanity. good this is the
0: other thing it's supposed to be boring film club I mean, it was good. I was slightly I bored. It. I was slightly bored, but it was good.
1: Well, I have questions. So, so my questions are: don't no spoilers. This will be a fun game to play. No spoilers for the end of it. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how far you got, Tom. Hour and a half, mate. What, yeah, but what happened?
0: Right. Yeah. So when I left it, Robert Langdon and Doctor Vetra were running across a square in the Vatican. You remember that bit? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. the whole film.
0: Yeah. sure, uh, sure Yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially it's Indiana Jones and the Old Library. That's how you
0: need to think of this. Oh, film. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
1: Um, I have, I just wrote down loads of questions as I went on. So if you haven't seen it, um, pfft, someone's got a... The, the Illuminati have got a problem with the the Vatican, haven't they? And they're trying to mm. blow up the church or something or yes. something. And they kidnap loads of cardinals. That's
2: right. And they're going to kill them at eight pm or something. They're going
1: to kill a cardinal an hour. P.m., eight pm, yeah. nine pm, ten pm.
2: Yeah, that's the one.
1: Yeah. Um, like early doors question for me is why is Robert Lang like? Are there no? It was very American because it was very heavily implied that nobody in Italy or the Vatican really knew anything about the history of the catholic church yeah. and they needed <laughs> they needed an american to come in and just be like guys just so you know the yeah the god that's the guy you're worshipping yeah yeah that's fine the pope he's your man and it's like what the fuck is what what this is but also so he'd weird. walk
2: past the statue and be like oh the winking goblin yeah. that's statue, <laughs> winking blah 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 goblin. and everyone would be like what and he'd be like haven't you studied your plinth god. and they'd be like yeah. and obviously they would have done it's literally their whole life yeah
0: but he's a code expert. He's a, he, they they might have knowledge and and um theology theological knowledge but they don't have coding
1: symbolism expertise but it's not so it's not just the it's not just the the priests and the cardinals. I'm talking about the actual bloody police, like the Vatican secret service. They make a massive deal about how the Vatican, like security, is like the best in the world, and these yeah. guys are like the shit. Yeah. Yet, at no point do any of the police have any suggestions of how all that happens in this film is either Robert Langdon suggests what to do, mm. or the scientist from the Large Hadron Collider figures it out, or ewan McGregor, the Pope's yeah. adopted son, like, like <laughs> right at the beginning, they're all sort of like, "How are we going to like?" They've got a camera on this bomb and ewan mcgregor's like oh why don't we try turning all the power off uh, across the vatican to work out where it is and all the police are like oh good idea priest like <laughs> and, uh, just think of the like these are really basic things
2: i, think, I yeah. think trying to apply logic to angels and demons is probably where you're falling down dave mm. i think that they just needed an excuse to have tom hanks and ewan mcgregor yeah being in the film
1: they're very beautiful aren't they Took me a while to work out where Hugh McGregor was from. Didn't you, do you all have that? Oh yeah, yeah. He was from the ferry between Ireland and Scotland. That's, where he <laughs> yeah. That's where Via he grew Italy up. and confusion.
0: Yeah. Um, I yeah, it was very. It, listen, you can't
1: watch these films and go. <laughs> I can, Tom. That's why no, I'm doing it.
0: You mustn't. You mustn't. You must watch these films and go, yeah. Also, did you notice there was just a, a constant sense of terror? Like, the there was just a constant music of all sort of...
1: Yeah, the, the music. Well, I watched it with subtitles on because, as you both know from the WhatsApp group, I forgot about this until midnight last night. So that's when I started watching this two-hour, 18-minute film. Why I didn't quite finish it. But so I watched it with subtitles on so it wasn't too loud in the house. Yeah. And the amount of times that the little musical notes subtitle thing just came up as if... You know, like they only put that on when that sort of indicates drama. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They only put the little music notes as in to be like, now there's some dramatic music. And it was on every, like, 35 seconds, I'd say. Yeah. Of, like, dramatic music moments. So
0: essentially, and also, it, it's very hard to be excited by someone solving stuff. Like, it's basically watching someone do sudoku with some dramatic music Mm, the eight must go in the top right because there's one in the other grid (laughs) that's essentially what the the jeopardy is never really that high I mean sure there are some dead priests but they're priests they're going to go and see their god so you know in a way (laughs)
1: someone's just fast forwarded that for them very dark there Oh, true. a couple of highlights for me as well the main so they go to the Vatican archives there's a big thing about the Vatican archives first time they discover that on one of the pages there's four lines of English which are Going to be the clue, mm. uh, and for some reason, Victoria just decides to rip it out. Like even though that's against all the rules, even though it's literally four lines and they've already read them and they know yeah. what they're looking for. <laughs> yes, Bit of completely right. impo- pointless drama, and everyone goes fucking nuts about it. Obviously, <laughs> but it's basically like they found a page that said the cat is under the table, yeah. and he's gone. Right, let's go. And she's like, well, I better take this in case we forget those words. <laughs>
0: What words are they? The cat yeah. is under the table.
1: Yeah. Well, we yeah. might need this piece of we paper. Might need this is... really <laughs> valuable piece of paper, and we're going to risk making massive enemies of the Catholic Church for fuck's sake.
0: Yeah, I was quite shocked by that. I was. And then
1: shocked. later in the uh, <laughs> later in the archive, absolute favourite bit. So because they fucked up the first time, they sent old... Like senior Secret Service man in with them, didn't they? Yes. The blonde the blonde dude who the smoker. Was, yeah. The smoker
2: <laughs> also collect stationery.
1: Yeah, s- <laughs> yeah.
2: That's why he works in the
1: archives. <laughs> he was like, I've got to stick with you all the time. And then Tom Hanks needed some Italian translating. And bearing in mind this is a very senior man in the Vatican Secure. Like, I imagine he's on a good dime or two you know yeah. and Tom Hanks basically said if you translate this page from me I'll buy you a packet of cigarettes <laughs> and he does it and he does it pack of
0: fags a pack of fags mate it's very very expensive yeah I mean essentially <laughs> it's Vatican so Tom Hanks can that's Tom Hanks. Oh,
2: that's, what that's terrible very but terrible. this is why because so the the Catholic Church hate the, this series don't they they hate the books they hate the films and they mm. wouldn't let them film in the actual vatican so i don't know if they had to lie about what they were filming when they there was some drama around they
0: filmed in italy and california famously of course which has got a lot of old churches in it too um so i think (laughs) possibly the insides were done in california
2: yeah they were definitely definitely done they wouldn't let them anywhere near it i think when they found out it was angels and demons yeah the blasphemous it's
0: a hard sell isn't it to go to go to an institution like the catholic church and say, could we borrow your church to do a movie about how fallible and flawed your institution is? Thank you so much. Like, it's, it's yeah, that's not going to work.
1: So, yeah, so as I said, I started it quite late last night. Cornelius wandered into the living room um, and made two comments about this film. Just two. Mm-hmm. He sat down, he watched it for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And bearing in mind how often Tom Hanks is in this film, I would say, every scene, yeah? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: 15 minutes in, Cornelius goes, oh, it's Forrest Gump.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then, you know, we talked about... I, 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 I've been meaning to say this to you, Tom. I'm not sure you want to align yourself with Cornelius in terms of not... You know, the, the not getting references or not knowing about cultural things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he very bad? Well, do you want to hear the second thing he said once he'd realised it was Forrest Gump?
0: He didn't He's, misquote it, did he?
1: No, he said... "Has." I mean honestly it's astonishing. Has that guy been in anything since Forrest Gump? No he didn't stop, say that. No he stop, didn't say that. Stop. stop you stop. you you're actually joking. No well no the, the qualification was and then he said until recently because he basically was like I've never I've only ever seen him in either Forrest Gump or looking old like like an a, a middle late to middle aged man.
2: No that's not a good excuse. I mean
1: Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks is one of the last great Hollywood stars. What oh, I would just say famously he's the like
2: he's always actor, working. He's always, always working. Inter. He's
1: in everything. And also Hanks hasn't really
0: and and let's not make this a, a movie nerd Uh, phone in but he hasn't really done any really duff movies like his quality the quality of his output is very good isn't it if Mm. if you see tom hanks is in a film you're like that's going to be good angels and demons perfect well this is why (laughs) angels
2: and demons is weird isn't it because it's confusing that he's in it it's confusing that it's directed by ron howard who is also i think a pretty safe bet for good films it's a it's a it's like it's a bit like cats where it has all of the ingredients of something that should be mm. really fantastic and that, and maybe that's part of the reason everybody was so critical of it when it came out because it was so much worse than everybody expected it to be
0: i think that i think it's aged quite well i quite enjoy it now i don't know i i think as a as a netflix thriller that you can fall into when everyone else has gone to bed which is the best time to watch a thriller let's be honest uh it's perfect it's absolutely perfect you take yeah, your brain i had
1: a, I had a lovely time
2: I also think what I've really liked about Boring Film Club is when it started, we thought we were going to watch a good film and it was awful, but now we think we're going to watch an awful (sighs) film, so then when it turns out to be good, like with Angels and Demons, it's got such a bad rep that anything better than that is you
0: know let's rename it let's rename it it's no longer called the boring film club it's called the come on it's not that bad film Club. Yeah,
1: low ex- low expectations film club yeah bored or tired yeah uh tired
0: okay sure a bit bored a bit bored no. uh, so if you've got any films you'd like to recommend for me dave and helen uh, to watch and can you keep them under an hour and a half please that's the rule And Mm -hmm.
1: uh, ideally, they'll be streaming on one of the major UK streaming platforms for free. Yes.
2: Can I tell you my Ron Howard story? (gasps)
1: Always. (gasps) Yes, you can.
2: So, this is why I really struggle to watch any films. Because I actually, name drop, I actually worked with him for like a scene when I was a very small character in a tv series that he did and it was most embarrassing experience of my whole life and i've done quite a lot of embarrassing things but basically it was a period drama so this is my only experience of meeting this person what was it meeting Ron howard uh, it's g it was called genius it was like um mm. it was about albert einstein yes
0: i remember yeah yeah yeah
2: um and i played like a young einstein not i played a young played a young einstein i played a young einstein sister and um it's in
1: america you get to america for it
2: no i went to prague it was very uh, nice they put me was in the night nice recently down. uh like three years ago
1: yeah i remember going to prague
2: yeah and i tried to book a ticket for my boyfriend to come out and i accidentally booked it for the wrong month it was very hard uh, <laughs> We went to the airport and everything <laughs>
1: lovely that um, she just made out like she was going on holiday to Prague and she was filming with Ron Bloody Howard
2: it was really embarrassing because I met him on the flight out and tried to explain who I was and he was with his like PA slash person and as I left I had him going who the hell was that oh, No.
0: because
2: <laughs> oh. I've gone like oh hi we're working together and he just clearly was like what oh. but I then embarrassed myself even more on set where um, we had to wear corsets it was all period drama and I'd never like worked in a proper proper corset before so I made them loosen it over lunch because it was so tight and uncomfortable and I then ate a massive massive bowl of spaghetti I must have told you this Dave have I not told you this This and then after, after lunch we went back to set and halfway through shooting like the cameras were rolling and everybody was doing their acting it was quite a dramatic scene i was like oh my god i'm gonna be sick and um and i was a projectile vomited all over the table that we were all sat around having a pretend lunch but what was awful is everybody just pretended that it hadn't happened (laughs) and just carried on doing the scene because they are in the middle of like their big emotional whatever so i then um the woman who was playing my mum who was just the loveliest person in the whole world started to slowly empty this bowl of bread rolls and push the bowl in front of me in case i was sick again but i just had to sit there in my from it and then i and then i became a bit like oh my god so did did anybody actually notice that happened because i kind of got hurried out and wiped down and brought back in and then we just did the scene again and no one mentioned it and then at the very end of like the 12 hour shooting day ron howard just went i hope you feel better soon Oh. So he had seen, and it was all probably caught on camera.
0: Oh God! Was that? Was it just one day on on set?
2: Well, that was the. So he he recorded. He did what he did the first episode. So that was the oh only day that I was with him, and then all the other days were fine. But they were with different directors, so I wasn't able to tell him.
0: Did you not get any notes from him then? Did he not? Was he not a very hands-on director?
2: He was so good. He was just like the best. he was just like a genius. Oh, tell me why? Yeah. Why? So he was really hands-on in terms he would give he would give you like one note and it would completely make sense and transform everything but also he was like very very technically knowledgeable so he knew exactly how he wanted it to look. And I think this is the thing about Angels and Demons is like it's not a good script and it's not a good story but the actual shooting of it is really beautiful I think and yeah. is yeah. like he knew exactly how he wanted the lights and the shots and like everything was so so mapped but, out
0: and that is why i quite liked it because i just do you know what it reminded me of sometimes if i'm on a train i look out the window i can be entertained by looking out the window of a train for two hours really happily <laughs> and it was something about this movie that was a similar state of mind where i was just very happily like oh, it was like
2: oh, looking at wow. a train window that's yeah, yeah. a backhanded compliment that is but i do know thing. what you mean
0: It it, it pleased the same part of my brain that enjoys that. Now, obviously, that's probably not what the, you know, 500 people who worked on the film want to hear. (laughs) But uh, it was like getting a a lobotomy massage from Ron Howard. I
2: love
0: that. Wow. Good Ron Howard story, Helen Monks. You threw up on a table.
1: Can't, can't believe it took you this long to tell me a Ron Howard story when talk about <laughs> angels and demons for the best part of feels like four hours. Oh, that's
2: so good. I like to keep them in my back pocket.
1: Got any Tom Hanks stories before we leave?
2: Oh, it's too many to, to
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. go into right now.
0: Well, he's been—he hasn't been in many films, has he? Since Forrest Gump, so he's been <laughs> around doing other stuff. So let us know then, what film uh, would you like us to watch for? Um, come on, it's not that bad. Film club, or Dave, we could call it—we could call it bored or tired film club. I've just realised. Yeah,
1: or not. Not so great expectations. Okay, good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let us know, and on,
0: preferably on a free. In fact, definitely on a free platform, because we make podcasts and we don't have any money. Um, give us mm. a call on this number
1: with your suggestion, please. Cabin Fe Eight Three Seven Zero Nine Oh Oh Oh. That's our Twitter name. Uh, any other business monks before we go?
2: Don't think so.
1: Okay.
0: Cool. All right. There were requests for an update on the mould. The
2: mould is just ongoing it is what it is it's there it's not got worse it's not got better
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: i have a little chat to it sometimes when i'm in the bath
1: i might go and watch uh genius now starring helen monks and jeffrey rush and maybe some just keep my eye out for a bit of a cheeky little bit of vomit
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, enjoy cheeky bit of jump vomit and some bad german accents
1: oh you, you do a german accent
2: I attempt to jump.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so excited (laughs) now. That's what's genius.
2: I'm literally in it for like one second. Blink and you'll miss me.
1: I will blink and probably miss you <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Helen Monks thank you very much Dave Crib, see you next week I reckon and and don't forget guys as we said earlier on we're still going to keep doing all the regular bits and bobs we'll do a Riddle Me Wilfred uh, we'll do the bill and obviously um, if Helen you know doesn't get any work and she won't do now after she's announced that she only ever vomits on set Helen will keep coming as well right yes Yay. please thanks everyone all the best kind regards lots of love bye
1: bye bye <laughs> Cabin FEA3709 Oh 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 Cabin FEA3709 Oh 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 Cabin FEA3709 Oh oh that's our twitter name
0: Don't no one speak no,
1: no one was gonna say Well done